What's good? What's good, y'all? This your boy Jalen, and we back at another episode of the 2412 Podcast. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Keetwan, a.k.a. Young Master, man. We back with another episode. This is not a fire drill. This is the real thing. What's good with y'all? Good to be back, man. Good to be back. Man, it's been a minute, but hey, we still got the same socials and everything, man. So y'all can still show us some love on all that. You know, hit us up on IG, Twitter. TikTok, Facebook, YouTube at the 2412 Pod and all streaming platforms. This current episode will be on all streaming platforms, you know, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you can stream podcasts. Uh, just show us some love up there, man. Uh, give us a nice rating and review, man. We appreciate the love as usual. Hey, Jay, man, before we start, man, I, mi- I missed us in this set, this setting, man. I missed us, man. I don't know, man. I just, it, it just feel, it just feel right, man. It does, man. It's like it's the environment right here. That's what we love to do. Just sit back and talk sports, bro. So, hey, it's great to be back. So you already know what we got to start off with, right? Got to. Before, before we talk experience. about any sports. Before we Legendary talk about experience. any sports, we got to talk about our experience as Everybody knows ESPN's first take with Stephen A. Smith, Molly Karam, and uh, <clears throat> Shannon Sharp, and others. Well, we got the well. They came to the illustrious Winston Salem State University for a live for a live show, and we got we got the the pri- we had the privilege to be in attendance, and it was just a legendary and special experience that we'll we'll never forget. Honestly, man. I'm still thinking about that experience right now. First, shout out to uh, Jay Trinity, man, you know. Yeah, shout out producer Jay Trinity, man. If it weren't for him, none of this would have been possible. <laughs> exactly. Winston-Salem State University alone, man. So, you know, he always look out for us, man. Appreciate him uh, for helping us get there. But, man, just seeing our favorite sports show probably, man, out here right now, seeing it live. We've been watching First Take way back when Skip Bayless and and Stevie Nay was up there, man, like going way back those times of Kerry Champions up there. And then just seeing it progress with Stevie Nay, Max Carolyn, man. Um, now now with Molly Karen, Stevie Nay, Shannon Sharp, man. As, as y'all know, um, they went back to their HBCUs. Uncle Shannon first went to Savannah State uh last Monday, and then Stephen A went to Winston last Tuesday, man. So yeah, we got the honor and privilege of seeing it live, man, at Winston Salem State University, man. Crazy experience. Man, you know, you know already how it is when you go to Winston, man. It's already a vibe. But just him being Stephen A being back at back at the crib, it it was just the it was just the whole it was really just the whole experience. Like it was just something you had to definitely had to be there in person. They don't do these often, like these live shows often got to be like a special event or something like that for them to be going. So for us to be there and to be able to see Molly, Stephen A, Shannon. You feel me? Like just just to see how the inner workings of the show work lives. Something we've been watching for almost a decade plus. Well, for me, a de- well, almost a decade plus. You more well, probably probably both probably of us a decade same. plus. But yeah, but yeah, it was just man, just to see the inner workings of the show live that we've been watching. Never thinking that we would ever get a chance to see it live. It's it's still a surreal surreal feeling. It is, and then just man, basically up close and personal there, man. Like in the gym. Like right there with them, seeing them walk out. Like you said, seeing the behind the scenes stuff, everything that goes on in the production, 
all the cameras, all the lights, man, seeing the cues that they have to follow, us interacting in the crowd, you know, basically got to be quiet and and be calm while the show is going on. They're doing a commercial break. It's, you know, basically had little turn-up sessions. Shout-out to Winston-Salem Band also, man. Cheerleaders, everybody in there for having it rocking up and everything. So, hey, man, great atmosphere. We'll never forget that moment for real. We even got to see Steven's alias live. Well, that, that was that was that was almost low key the best moment, but we got to witness a Steven's alias. And we predicted it. He he did his top five. Really, literally, word for word to the down to the order. We it was just, it was the top five NBA players of all time. And me, Jalen, and Jonathan literally predicted his whole list <laughs> sitting there before he even did the thing. Like it was crazy. Literally, bro. What it was? It was Bill Russell at five, right? Bill it, Russell at five. Yeah, it was Bill Russell. I think it was Kareem. Was it Kareem, Kareem. Magic, LeBron, and Jordan? I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Magic was, was third. Magic was definitely third. I think. Oh, yeah. What? Kareem and Magic might have been flipped. It was one of the ways, but that was the top five. I know for a fact. I ain't gonna lie. We gonna have to. We gonna have to look it up, right? Look, we gonna have to look it up right now, bro. Yeah. I really wanna, I really wanna get this right, cause I swear he had. Okay, so Stevens, uh, Stevens A list was his top five NBA players of all time, and of course, as we said, we predicted it word for word, bar for bar. He had Jordan at one, LeBron at two, Kareem at three, Magic at four, and Bill Russell at five. So that that was that was that was Stevens A list for his top five greatest NBA players. Yeah, it was, it was very predictable, man. Cause we know how Stephen A is about his um, old school big man out here. So we already knew he gonna have Bill Russell and Kareem in that top five somewhere. You got it. he said eleven championships. And I'm like, bro, he was UD before UD, bro. <laughs> Best besides the point. Nah, yeah, he was UD before UD. <laughs> And then Kareem, the most unstoppable shot in NBA history. Yeah, he, 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 I respect he, Kareem. He, he killing me with that. Yeah, Kareem definitely should be in everybody's top five. I respect that. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I know, I know, I wasn't around during those times, man. I respect Bill Russell, but he he just ain't in my top five, bro. I just, I just yeah, I can't do it, bro. When you got when you got dudes like Tim Duncan, I can, I just can't do it, like. I can't even Shaq, bro. Like to me, yeah, even like, Shaq. It's like you got Tim Duncan and Shaq, and you choose to put him in there. Like, I'm sorry, I, like I, I can't do it. Under, he he was he was a cool he was a cool twelve points per game. He was he was a cool with that. You feel me? Player coach, you know you like I said UD before UD. You feel me? But facts. I, I get what he did historically it. for the league, and he was the ultimate winner. But I can see like lower end top ten, but I, I can't put him in my top five. Uh, no way. I say, but then we had everybody. You know, everybody had. They controversy about his list, you know the bat, the two basketball coaches, the men and the women. You know they had their own interpretations. Man, you know the uh, the ladies, the ladies basketball coach. You know she had Charles Barkley on her list. I think it was her number one. That was that was, that was funny. That was funny. That was, yo, that was real funny. Yo, that was in, a anywhere, wild even moment. There, even it didn't even have to be number one anywhere. <laughs> even in the top five it was crazy. Anywhere near the top five it was crazy. Putting his name, you could just you could just feel everybody in the gym was like, bro, what? No way, she just said it. Like Charles, Charles is an all time great. Bro. Top five is crazy. I don't think in my whole life I ever heard anybody say Charles Barkley was in that top five, bro. 
Literally. Anybody, even anybody that even watched that arrow, <laughs> I don't exactly. think they ever said Charles Barkley was a top five. That was the first time I ever heard it. That. that was the first yeah. time I ever heard something like that. That might, bro, that might and be the first and last time. And I love that. Probably ain't a lot. Probably anywhere near the top five. That's probably the first and the last time. And then the men's basketball coach, I think he had Magic at his number one. He had Diesel at his at uh, the five spot. We're at the four. LeBron at two. And he had Jordan at three. Which that's disrespectful too, bro. Like even if you say LeBron to go, you still gotta have Mike in the I top two. It, like there's no any, way. But I ain't gonna lie. If anything. If we keeping it hot, you could just put LeBron at one because I mean LeBron is just a a, a like a, just a a swoller Magic John. Like at this point, you might as well just put him at one if you're gonna do that. If you're not gonna have Mike at one, like he might as well not even be that disrespectful. Exactly. Like bro, I can see if this was the beginning of the '90s before Mike really ascended and started going on his championship streak. But like currently, bro, come on, like there's no way Mike is outside the top two players of all time. No way, no argument behind it. So that, that that was a wild. You know what like, I respect know. what they doing. Like I respect what they doing as coaches. Yeah, you know, he wanted to see our double championship. <laughs> but those those takes was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Like you I, like the air, like the whole, like it's like that. Like they just sucked the whole air out of the gym. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. those was two things I was not expecting to hear. I was not expecting to hear that. But then you know everybody, you know, started chanting Kobe. So you know that whole debate mm-hmm. came up. And you know, Steven it was like he was. He was second to Mike, so it was just like, then what is? Like, I mean, then what does that tell you? Then, like, I, I don't like it. Just be like, so if he was second to the greatest, then what does that like? What does that mean? Like, so ain't he supposed to be number two? True. Like, it's basically what you're saying, but you know, they <laughs> they not even gonna put him in the conversation no more. Even though they say he, no, was it's the other take that Stephen A. Mike had, that, bro. It's the other take that Stephen A. had that was more crazy than that one. Is that? He can't be top five because he was second fiddle to Shaq. Like, basically, he wrote yeah. Shaq coattails to those three championships. Yeah, like, Magic didn't have the dude, like, Stephen A. said, with the most unstoppable shot in NBA history, but you don't put that against him. That's crazy. Exactly. Exactly, I, bro. Like, the bias, the, the bias, that's what really made me, like, you know, when I be saying, you know, Steph, the greatest point guard of all time. That's the bias I be talking about that be making me say that because it's like, this dude had. Kareem for a bulk of his career, honestly, and then he, he had all the other players around him. So it's just like he doesn't get the flat for playing with star players, but you know all the other ones post him get flat for playing with star players. It don't really, it don't really make no sense to me. Yeah, like in my opinion, I think Magic still is the the greatest point guard of all time. Like you can make an argument for Steph. I think if Steph get one more ring. I'd be ready to, like, no doubt put him number one, but I can see the argument for Magic being the top point guard. But, like I said, I just didn't like to take that Kobe was second fielder to Shaq because, to me, they were one A, one B. You can go back and look at the tapes of those games, look at the stats, impact, everything, bro. They were one A, one B, and one nobody that can be like, oh, yeah, Shaq carried Kobe. Like, and that, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, a lot. It's just... I don't know. We can we can get into a whole you know discussion about the Kobe disrespect and you know the underrated overrated conversation now that he passed. But you know we could do we could do that another day. We we, we could do that. We could do that all day. Facts. But I don't know. Just to finish up the first take, we we can still talk about it. It don't, it don't matter. But like it was just I don't know. It was just, just seeing them in person. Like it was just crazy. I don't know. It was. It was like I said, it was like seeing like a like you know I'm a everybody know I'm a WWE fan too. So it was just like me going to them shows, 
watching it all my life and seeing the inner workings, how it worked during the commercial, you know, like when they come back from break, like it was, it was just one of those, it was just the, it was just one of them just experience experiences that honestly, you just ain't gonna never forget, honestly. And bro, speaking of seeing people, we can't, we can't finish <laughs> this topic without talking about Molly Karen. All I'm gonna say, yeah, all I'm gonna say is TV don't do it justice. I'm gonna leave it at yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say, I said, I said, I was like, man, the TV ain't doing no justice. And you know, I, you know, I was a, you know, it was a little stuff that went down, you know, like with the whole LeVar thing, you know, with her LeVar. You know, sometimes she would just piss me off sometimes. So, you know, I was a, I was a, I was a high Joy Taylor, you know, advocate, you feel me? But like, I never disrespect, I never, I never disrespected Molly's game, you feel me? And yeah, the TV didn't do no justice, justice at all. So, you know, they, they, they fighting for that one, that one A spot, you feel me? Like it's, it's back being a Royal Rumble. Man, for real. I was like, dang, it's Molly out here. That's crazy. Joy, you still number one, though. I ain't gonna lie. You still my number one. But I ain't gonna lie, yeah. I'll be, I'll be if I'm being completely honest, I still I don't think it really changed anything. But you know, just seeing just seeing Molly Karam in person was just crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. It was, it was, man. She, yeah, she had the whole she had the whole gym She had the whole gym rocking. She had she had the whole gym rocking. <laughs> Literally, hey, especially <laughs> Especially when the the producers messed up when she thought they were still on commercial break. Bro, yeah, I said didn't even know what was I didn't even know what was going on. Like I was like, oh, so that's what happened. Cause she seemed a little bit upset. That was crazy. Oh, cause I I didn't know what was going on. She's like, I didn't even know we were on air. I was like, oh kind of scared me hey. a little bit, but I liked it. <laughs> hey, you can you can tell she runs things too, because Stephen A and Shannon just took a back seat and they let her do her thing. Everybody was just like, oh shoot. <laughs> They ain't say nothing, yeah. Nothing at all. She was like, I love you guys. I love you guys with a, the heart heart symbol with her hands. She, like, she was like, they had, she was like, the air where they been that Winston-Salem was the was the best. That's basically what she said. I can definitely see that because it was definitely turning in there for sure. I was just saying before it even started, like it was crazy. Bright and early, 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Dude, for real though, like bright and early, eight o'clock in the morning. Only it's man, it was crazy. Hey, bright and early, eight o'clock in the morning. Crazy. Wiping the crust out your eyes. Right. Man, unforgettable experience that bro. Never forget it. This definitely on the bucket. Talk about list. it all day. Exactly. Scratch the bucket list item off, man. Seen a sports show live. Literally a dream. Like, like literally yep. a dream. Like. And once again, just meet, been able to meet Stephen A and take a, a selfie with him too, man. Oh like, yeah, we got we for, can't even forget about that. We got a pick with the goat, like that was crazy. Like, got a pick with the goat, like, too smooth with it too. It was crazy, like, and, and we got seen on TV too multiple times on national TV. That was also crazy. Yeah, it was on that big screen. It was crazy. Uh-huh. We, we, I was, I, I still haven't went back and watched like the actual broadcast. But, you know, I still we got the little screen grabs and stuff on your aunt. So that was that was pretty. That was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. And and it's wild because you know how like TikTok and just sense where you be at. And like the days following that, all I seen on TikTok was just like videos from that show. And every time they pan in the crowd, I can just like see us out there in the crowd and stuff like. It, it was wild. It was wild. When they was seeing Keisha Cole, everybody was seeing Keisha Cole. I was like, yeah, that, that yeah. definitely went viral. That that went uh-huh. viral for sure. But yeah, that was it. Damn, it was wild. Was Everything about it was wild. 
I just wish I could have. I, 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 I just wish I would have heard Hero say, you know, first take. Coming at you, Winston Salem State University, boy. He said, "Hi, I wish you would have hit the holla at your boy." boy. <laughs> that would have been fire if you would have hit that. That would have been facts, man. But yo, that crazy experience, man. Y'all had to be there, but hey, never forget that moment. But bro, we got so much sports that we can talk about, though. So many things done gone it's, down. Just like Pete sports bro, season right now. It's been so long. Bro, we haven't been like you know how I get crazy about the football. Both our teams suck, so you know. Oh yeah, we yeah. needed a really, we really needed a therapy session. But you know, we ain't been here. You know, it's week ten, bro. My baby about to leave me already. Like we got eight more weeks, bro. Man, what is the season just flew by? That's, that's crazy, bro. I I don't know. I could cry thinking about it right now, bro. Like it was, it just started. Like it just started. Yeah. Like, bro. But when we eight, we eight came. It flipped everything on his head. I was like, oh no, like we ain't came and it just well we 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 jumping we jumping the gun, but like we gonna talk about football later, but it's like it's it just it's just leaving me already and I don't like it. So NFL season is moving along swiftly about to leave us, but another sport uh league just started a couple weeks ago. So that's what we're gonna start off with, man. And that's on the NBA. NBA, NBA. season done kicked off in full swing. Another year on the hardwood, man. You know, like I said, it's the best time of the year for sports because you got NBA, NFL, college basketball, college, college basketball, football, football, everything just converging into one. So, love this time of the year, man. But yeah, we'll get started with the NBA. So, we'll just go over the standings first and then we'll just um, analyze what we've seen so far this season surprises, disappointments, et cetera. Um, so, we'll start off with the Eastern Conference. Man, top two teams in the East, man. Philly and Boston both been looking amazing. Philly, number one, currently eight and one. Boston right behind them at eight and two. The Pacers, man, surprise so far at six and four. Third seed so far, I'm behind them at four. Six and four. Milwaukee, five, six and four. Atlanta, six, five and four. Then seven through ten, Orlando, New York, Brooklyn, Toronto, and running out of Eastern Conference, Cleveland, Chicago, Charlotte, Washington, and Detroit at the bottom. Going over to the Western Conference. Who else but a different Nuggets at the top, man? To nobody's surprise, they're eight and two. Dallas been red hot. We definitely gonna talk more in depth about them. Eight and two. The Timberwolves, another surprise team right now. Seven and two. Houston. Yeah, they three. Well, they started off. They started off kind of cold and then turned it up. I don't know what. Man, and Real cool. <laughs> Houston, yet another surprise. Six and three. OKC six and four. Sacramento five and four. Golden State six and five. Lakers at the eight seed right now, five and five. Phoenix nine, four and six. Pels ten, four and six. And then rounding out the West, the Clippers, uh, Trailblazers, Spurs, Jazz, and then Grizzlies at the bottom at two and eight. Man, so what has stood out to you the most so far, man? Um, early going in this NBA season. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Now that we looking at it, he may just had to be freaky, didn't he? Like, what is Houston <laughs> doing six and three? Like, he just had to be freaky, bro. Like. What is Houston doing six and three? Like, I, that's how I ain't, that's crazy. It ain't even been that long. I ain't even paying attention that much. And I ain't even peaked. They were six and three. Yeah. They been hooping, bro. e has gone out there and changed that whole culture. You know, there was a clown show last year, man. A whole bunch of off the court, on the court drama, terrible chemistry issues. The young guys just out there, man, just doing whatever. But Udoka has gone down there, man, and changed that whole 
organization around. They brought in some good vets for Bland Fleet. Dylan Brooks has been, even though everybody's joking on him, he's been a solid two-way yeah, player been, this year. He's shooting 50-40-90. Him, mm-hmm. Paul George, still. I forgot one more person. But yeah, it was some people that didn't even belong up there on the list with the old uh, Nas Reed. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a surprise. Right? Okay. But yeah, um, yeah was, they brought in another savvy vet. a whole bunch of dudes. Another savvy vet. They brought in Uncle Jeff, Jeff Green. Um, yeah. They got Jalen Green still, Sangoon, the center. He's been a breakout player so far this year. Jabari Smith, Tari Jokic. Yup. So a whole, whole bunch of talent down there, and they brought in some savvy vets too, man. So yeah, hey, shout out Houston. Surprise That's what right they need. The that, that's what these young team needs is some vets. That's what OKC need. That's what uh, I about to say. Uh, Orlando Terrence Ross. Do, do he still got a job down there? Probably not. But nah, Terrence Ross a free agent. That's currently. what they, I about to say. That's what they need. He just need to be on the squad. I don't know what it is. they just don't want to have the young, the old dudes on the squad just to be a veteran presence. Like I don't know. Like everybody, why can't everybody be a UD? Like why UD just get the special privilege? <laughs> right. <laughs> he just heat culture. I guess, but. Yeah. What what else surprising? Uh Indiana being Indy. six and four top three right now. Even though yeah, they top. do got a good young squad. And Rick well, Rick Carlisle coach now, right? Uh-huh. So you know Rick I championship coach right there. I ain't know he was running like that. I ain't I ain't know his coaching style was running like that. <laughs> like it was they just running like you got Tyrese, Obi, Miles, Buddy, like they just running. Bruce Brown, uh Benedict Matherin. And them hard. They, uh, got, they got a good young solid squad. What was the uh Durate? Yup, Chris Dorate. Well, they they traded him to Sacramento actually this offseason. Ah, forgot but about that. Tyrese Halliburton stats are crazy That's a good right now. Pick up for them too, though. Oh uh, yeah, Halliburton. Halley be he be averaging about 10, 11 assists every game. Well, he be, he, he leading the league in 10, assists. 11 assists. He leading the league in assists at 12.2, and he's still averaging 23.8 points per game and shooting 51% from the field. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I mean, I just wish him and D-Fox would have worked together, but that would have been crazy. But, Bro, that was one of them trades that it, it really worked out perfect for both teams because, as you said, literally, like, I feel like Halliburton went a bit of progress with De'Aaron Fox, and then, you know, Sabonis, Sacramento picked them up and instantly became a playoff team. So I feel like, you know, that trade worked out it great worked for both out. teams. Real balance, real balance. Yep. No loser at all in that trade. So, uh, so, so disappointment. Any more surprises? Minnesota, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I knew they had a, true, a chance true. with young talent, but what we saw last didn't year. Didn't know 72 was, didn't know 72 was possible. It's early. Exactly. Especially last year, what we saw, it didn't seem like Kat and uh, Rudy Gobert were gonna be able to play alongside each other. So, them being 72, and they the best defensive team in the whole league right now. So uh, so they, they beat Boston and they beat Golden State. And I think did they beat the Nuggets too. Let's so that see. might be one of their only losses. They beat Boston. They beat Boston and Golden State and the Nuggets. Yes, they beat all three of them this year. That's what I'm saying. So they beat the basically like contenders. So it's like if they doing that, it might be some. It might be some problems if they doing that. Yeah. And Anthony Edwards is looking like a future MVP out here. Mike Jordan, that's what he looking like. <laughs> right. He looking he like his own signature like, shoe, too, from Adidas. Bro, it's, just, it's just the mannerisms, the way he be talking crazy. It's just Mike Jordan, bro. Like, it's just Mike. Like, you know, bro, it don't matter. Like, <laughs> he got that confidence, bro. He know he him. 
he got that he really got that dog in him. Like he really gonna be one like you know, I'm still I'm still a mellow ball, so you know I'm not going I'm not gonna ever switch up, you feel me? But like Ant definitely one of them ones. And also, man, LaMelo's just in a bad situation. Terrible. Free Mello, got man. way more help than LaMelo, dude, for real, for real. And, Free Melo, bro. Yeah. Terrible situation Free down in Charlotte. And it's like he can't even, like, my boy can't even progress his game because they just in turmoil. Like they Charlotte, I don't understand them, bro. They they don't do anything to try to improve the team. The Brandon Miller pickup has looked great so far. Um, I if mean, I was wrong with that. Yeah, y'all thought I was crazy when I said that. I was like, don't get the point, the small point guard to put beside LaMelo. Then your backcourt is just going to be compromised. You get the bigger you get the bigger forwards that you can put back there with them, you feel me? So you can get just have the length in the backcourt. So I was like, man, people thought I was crazy for that. But I was like, he he really, he he came out hooping. I was like, Brandon Miller definitely came out hooping. Though. Yeah, he has been for sure. One of the few bright spots on that Hornets team. Brandon Miller, Mark Williams, and, and LaMelo. That's it. I think that might be it. Like, I think that literally might be it, honestly. Like, That's it. I mean, PJ had his moments. He's still kind of inconsistent. He has his moments, but still. And they still really missing Miles Bridges, too, man. They need him real bad. Yeah, they missing RTBNB. I don't know what. <laughs> ain't gonna lie. They just, we ain't even going to speak on, speak on them too much. But just yeah. a wild organization. We ain't going to speak on them too much, though. And uh, let's get back to a positive, though. Um, Dallas, 8-2, and two, top of the West. Second place in the West, matter of fact. Luka doing Luka things. This might be the year he finally it's, wins MVP. Bro, how is how is he not number one? I understand Jokic, they 8-2, and two, bro, but Luka should be number one on the MVP ladder. And Steph won't even on it. Like, I, I seen that joint the other day. Steph won't even on it. Like, it's crazy. Like, dog, Luka is literally averaging 32 points per game, eight rebounds. Eight assists and shooting fifty two percent from the field, and a team is eight and two. I don't care when he hit that <laughs> bat, bro. When he hit that game winner off the backboard from the three point line, just chucking it up. There, I was like, yeah, he MVP already. I don't want to see. I ain't want to see nothing else. I was like, he MVP, bro. And he doing this. I mean, Kyrie still averaging good numbers, but it's just like he is not impactful. It's just Luca. It's Luca or bust. It's it's Luca or bust. And it's like every year Luca finds a way to elevate his game even more. When you think, you know, he might reach his peak, every year he just keeps elevating and elevating his game. That's the scary thing about Luca. And Luca like is still only 24 had, years fam old. Just had bro. That, fam literally just had the 60 20 game last year. Like, what? Crazy. Dude is 24 if years old. If he, man, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, the envy, but this is gonna, gonna be the tightest it's ever been to me, honestly, because you're gonna have Tatum. Luca, Jokic, Steph potentially like MB still gonna be in the mix somewhere. MB, you know, you know, AD if he continue to play at his level, he playing at and stay healthy on the court, man. This this one, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. Like and then the rookie of the year, man. It's, all these 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 uh these award races gonna be gonna be real lit this year. Real good, man. Real good. Even most improved. I think Tyrese Massey should have that one locked up, though, but you still got it. Oh, yeah, that's um, a lot. That's a lot. I feel like that's a lot. I feel, yeah. yeah. Most improved. Boy, he done jumped up from, like, probably about, I don't even know how many he averaged, but I'm just, like, he already jumped up to 28. Like, might look it up yeah. real quick on camera real quick. Yeah, he ah. averaged 28. 28 points per game, seven assists, five rebounds, and shooting 50% from the field. 
Yeah, but I say jumping. Yeah, jumping from twenty to twenty to almost thirty. Yeah, most improved. <laughs> most improved. Yeah. <laughs> from almost twenty to thirty. That's crazy. He he benefited yeah, the almost, most from that James Harden trade. Cause he finally get to flourish and be the point guard. You feel me? That he can be. Cause he facilitating and still making sure Embiid get his thirty and forty. James Harden. Yeah. I mean, they was hooping, but. He won't doing that consistently, getting scoring and dishing it. But he he would he would get his little get his little. You feel me? He was leading the league in assists. He'll get his he'll get his issue. You feel me? But Tyrese out here doing that and more. Like exactly. Yeah, I'm liking that Tyrese and B duo. Even Tobias Harris is looking better now without James Harden there. But he finally living up to his contract. Boy, that's crazy. Hey, you know what they saying though? They said it's cause he in the contract year. So you know how how players start hooping in the contract year. Man, he been. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I don't even think it's that. Cause if Harden was there, he'd still be playing trash. I don't care. I don't care that it's a contract year. It's cause Harden gone. <laughs> I don't care. It ain't even cause no contract year. But he just, it's just. I guess he just finally fit for. Uh, finally, I don't know. Yeah, cause when Harden was there, they really just had him standing in the corner for real, just catching and shooting threes. But now they definitely utilize him more. It's like a legit third scoring option. Hey, can we say for disappointments, can we say Phoenix being four and six right now? For sure. For okay, sure. We, I said Brad Bill, he hurt he was hurt already. Like he and only Booker played too. like well, Yeah, he had murdered. I, I when the last time they only played they ain't even played a full game together. <laughs> like KD just been out there by himself trying to hoop with everybody else. And they four and six. Exactly. They said every year since KD left Golden State, bro, all his teams been like this injury. Real. He just got he basically, he basically been by himself. He basically by himself. <laughs> yeah, free step. He by himself right now too. Free step. Free war deal, bro. Free war deal. He's literally by himself. That yeah, it's crazy. Bro Clay no won hundred mil. Clay won a hundred mil. He better hoop. I don't care about none of that. He talking about he won a hundred mil. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't even deserve. You don't even deserve a hundred dollars. He don't even deserve a hundred dollars right now. <laughs> Come on, bro. Clay don't even deserve a hundred dollars right now, fam. Like, just pissing yeah. me off. Like, CP, like yeah. CP ain't been turning the ball over. Angle, I don't know if you seen, it, bro. You see, I ain't seen it to y'all, but like they were playing the the Timberwolves, and CP three went for the loose ball. He, he grabbed the ball, but then he bowling balled his his body and threw his body into Mike Conley leg on some dirty. On some dirty, that was crazy. I peeped that. I was like, bro, I don't know. I was like, bro, I don't know how y'all can defend this man, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, he just be, bro, he be doing stuff like that all the time, bro. Like, that's why we be talking crazy about Chris sometimes. I, I talked him crazy before. Like, he he a warrior now, but nah, that that one cool, bro. That was crazy. Like, that was crazy, bro. I was like, I don't know how you can even like defend. That was crazy. Yeah, Chris definitely playing dirty. He he's done that stuff his whole career. And he be trying to be slick with it too, and that's why. That's why. I, now I see why people be talking crap. Like, just people don't like Chris. Like, that was bro. That was wild. Like, hey, that was not cool at all. Like, like the clip was just so blatant, bro. Like, <laughs> and you wouldn't know, and we wouldn't even know unless like people just caught it and put it on Twitter. Like, we wouldn't even know. Exactly. Caught that man at four K out here. Like bro, like, bro, you a warrior now, bro. We don't. We don't do that, bro. Like. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie say I don't know what I don't know. It had Zaza So I can't even say nothing bro My bad I can't even Thanks. say that It don't, it don't get worse than that <laughs> Is there any more uh, Disappointments Yeah 
couple of disappointments. Um, Cleveland, Cleveland being four and six, I thought they'd start off a little bit better than that. Uh, let's True. see. Garland was hurt for a little bit, but yeah, I feel like they still should should be a little bit better than what they are. The Clippers, man, ever since James Harden got there. Oh yeah, the Flippers. <laughs> yeah, the Flippers, boy. God, that's they zero and five since he been there. I think zero and four, zero and five since Harden got there. They on a five game losing PG, streak. PG, PG, PG was playing at a MVP level before he got there. Now he just playing sh- terrible, like. Messed up the whole chemistry. Even Russell was hoping before that's he got he, there. Well, you know, they used to call T.O. the team obliterator, but that's James Harden now. <laughs> that's James Harden now, like, a team obliterator, boy. His initials ain't T.O., but, well, he, he the team obliterator, boy. He might have to come off the bench. I don't know what, I don't know what they need to do. Bro, I'm glad it happened to the Clippers, though. I ain't even mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> look, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm already knowing. But hey, look, and y'all finally beat him for the first time by 12, exactly. 12 11 games. Yup. And that was before Harden even got there, too. So, yeah, they, the Clippers got some serious chemistry issues going on, man. So, uh, I don't know what it's going to take because they don't have enough basketballs on their team for all this right now they got going on. They got too many mouths to try to feed out here. And then James Harden out of shape. If you don't have any more, if we don't have any more disappointments and surprises so far, you feel me? Team wise, you know, you know, I got, I got a disappointment. The end season tournament in general is a disappointment because I don't understand it, and I feel like, well, it, I feel like it, but I feel it's just facts. It's just for, it's just for viewership because you know the NBA ain't messing with the NFL when it comes to viewership and all that stuff like that. But yeah, the in season tournament is just trash, and I feel like it just waters down the game of basketball. Like I don't, I don't like it. Like it's 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 worse than the play in tournament to me, and I still don't like the play in tournament. So, like it's, I feel like Adam Silver is just being a bad GM and just watering down. The, I mean, commissioner just watering down the game of basketball. I don't like it. Hey man, where where David Stern at when we need him? He rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> he rolling over his all the trades going on. He, players oh, just having all this autonomy. Like he just like this is not my league that I live. He rolling over right now. <laughs> hey, he rolling yeah, over that, right now, bro. Yeah, this this definitely would have went down. If David Stern was still the commissioner. Uh, I agree completely with you, man. From the moment I heard about this, I was like, this is really pointless. What's the point of an in-season tournament? The season already long enough, even though it didn't add more games, except for like that one extra game that don't count, which is stupid too, the championship game for the in-season like, tournament. What? That's that's still an extra game, even if you don't count it on the record. Like, like it's still an extra game that you playing. Like right. <laughs> it, bro, it don't make even the players was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, how you like that's crazy. Like they had whole they had whole player NBA PA, they had whole player meeting about this probably. And they still don't understand what's going on. Like, I mean, who cares, bro? Like, I get it. Like, the guys that's at the end of the bench that's barely in the league, the extra money can come and hand it to them. But most of these guys, man, you really think they get bro, really going to be caring? They playing for a weak-ass trophy and 500000 Like, Like, who going to care? nobody it, need that. They're going to be bragging and be like, oh, we the in-season tournament champs. Like, <laughs> nobody going to care saying, like that. that. And I just like I keep saying, bro. I feel like the basketball discourse is gonna be like, man, your favorite player got no in season tournament trophy. Like, bro, come on, bro. I'm not bro. trying to. I'm already. I already don't want to hear that with the play in. To like, yeah, yo, 
I don't want to hear that, bro. Like, I don't like it's just going. It's just, it's just watering down the game that everybody loved. I mean, you could if you a fan, you feel me. Some people can be like, if you like, you just complaining that you just it's basketball. It's more basketball. Enjoy basketball, but it's just like when it water. To me, if it waters down the game, is it? Can I really enjoy it? Exactly. When it really doesn't have a meaning to it, and they doing the most with all these different court designs and stuff, like they they just doing doing the most. Like, but can't bring like back NFL. the finals logo trophy. Like that's what on. I'm saying. Like NFL, every every game means something. That's why every week you got to be tuned in, no matter if it's a trash bowl or anything. Like you got to be tuned in because anything can happen at any given moment. It the the league can turn on his head, but like. That's what I'm saying. NBA basketball, you feel me? Is 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 important, but not really into the playoffs. You feel me? Like so, it, I yeah. just don't like it, man. In season, East season tournament thoughts, it's just trash, and I don't like it. And I want them to do away with it. Right, but you already know it's gonna be here to stay, bro. It's like the play in. We just gotta, we better get used to it. Cause I don't think it's going anywhere, especially with Adam Silver and him. Yeah, I don't, he I don't like too, it. He's just too lenient, bro. I just he's just too lenient, bro. Like I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I don't And the players know it the too. It's about the bread, bro. Like That's know. it. TV viewers, it's all about TV money. That's it. Screaming. And another thing too, like he, we did all this in the all season to try to discourage low management, but I still see just as many players already sitting out. Still sitting, like <laughs> Yo, I don't know, you're not hearing about the fines that they supposed to be handing out and stuff like that either. So Right. We man, we gonna see, bro. Like they not trying to hear what he talking about, bro. Cause it's like it's like what they gonna do? They can't afford to go into a lockout. They can't they can't afford right. to do none of that. So it's like, what are they really gonna do? Like if the players do what they want to do, what are they really gonna do? See the NFL, right. they could be like, bro, we don't need you. We'll find somebody else. That's what I'm saying. Like NBA is like, bro, what you really gonna do without us, bro? Like even though the NFL could do the same thing, it's just like the NBA players are like, what you really gonna do without us, bro? Like, if we if we really want to do what we want to do, what you really gonna do? Yeah, cause the NBA outside of any other sport is more lenient on star players than any other sport than baseball, hockey, football. Like NBA needs its star players. Like they Adam Silver ain't gonna go up to Joel Embiid or Anthony Davis or LeBron James be like, yeah, I'm gonna suspend you for sitting out. Like that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's cause he's gonna be hurting his own product. You feel me? Like, even with, bro, NFL, even with, look, you got Tommy DeVito going against the Cowboys, and I'm still tuned in watching that game, watching them getting blew out 47 to 10, 17. I don't even know. I forgot what the score was, but I'm still watching that. We still watching Matt Jones. I ain't get up, I ain't gonna lie, that's my 10 out, but I ain't get up 930 to watch that game. You got people getting up to watch Matt Jones versus Gardner (laughs) Minshew in Germany. Like, come on, bro, like. It's it's, just, it's it's levels to it. It's different, bro. Like if you can get people watch the watch Matt Jones and Gardner Minshew go against each other nine thirty in Germany, but you can give them to watch anything. <laughs> Literally, and I hate it. It's like that with the NBA because I mean basketball is legit my first sport. Like no doubt about it. It's been since yeah, I was yeah. That's a what I'm saying. Kid. Like that was the first sport that I actually wanted to play. Like I was shooting basketball preschool, you know, head. Like that's what I wanted to do, and then. I don't know what I don't know what the flip like. I guess Tom Brady just flipped the switch and playing Madden flipped the switch. I don't know what it was like. Football just became my number one sport. But I mean, the NBA really just started becoming like this a couple years ago because like even like mid two thousand NBA was nowhere like this. Even though the season was still oh, eighty two yeah. games, it was still exciting 
from day one because the stars didn't do nearly as much load management. And the players back then, I don't know, it just felt more genuine, like the Kobe Bryant really, to Kevin you Garnett. You really think, you can really say that it was really like on the same level or even better than fo- kind of say football was at the time because football wasn't star sure. riddled like that in the in like honestly in the two mid two thousands like two thousand no. mid two thousand like it is now. No, so it's like you can really say basketball really was probably ahead of it at that time. Honestly, yeah, even though num- like, the know, numbers probably don't show up, but still. And you know, like fantasy football wasn't really prominent like that back then either, which helps out also. But um. The numbers probably was kind of up there. Probably, I think the numbers probably were higher because, you know, it wasn't screaming going on during that time like that. So everybody really had to get cable and watch the game. So I feel like the NBA definitely had a lot of viewership back then for sure, for sure. But, yeah, the season really be kicking off right after the All-Star break. For real, that's when stuff gets serious for the NBA. Yeah, when you can really be like, all right, so this is when playoff implications, playing implications really be on the line after All-Star break. So. Yeah, that's when that's when you really gotta lock in at the All Star break. Thousand percent, man. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't tripping about the the in season tournament. Like you know, just just no. just let us know if we if we not tripping, bro. Like this is just terrible thing for the sport. Honestly, I'm gonna put a poll up too on our IG and see what people think. Cause, Cause I understand, of, you know, it's bad. It's basketball. You want to enjoy basketball because you a fan, but it, it, it gotta mean something. Like, honestly, it gotta yeah. mean something. Well, buddy, saying to me, it means something to me. Right, it means something. <laughs> See, in season tournaments is like a college basketball thing. This works in college basketball, but it's not a professional thing. And we gonna speak on that one day too. College basketball trash now. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, it was just lit. Like. A couple years ago, now it's just like an afterthought. It's good. It's the play styles, man. Because the way these guys be playing now, too, and I think I blame a lot of stuff on AAU ball for real. True. Everybody try to play a, the same as that. Well, I blame I blame AAU and I blame Chino Hills twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's just, it ain't nothing but running, gunning, throwing hail mary passes. Boy, they they was really Dan Tony. Look, Dan Tony and Lavar Ball was really before they time, bro. It was really before they time. <laughs> Literally, hey, I sound like a true old head, but man, what happened to the fundamentals? <laughs> Come on, bro. What happened to the ten, Mister? Like, what happened to the fundamental? What happened to the 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 bank shot off the glass? <laughs> like, what what happened to all that? Like, exactly. What happened to the to pure back, point back guards? Back to the basket. The Jason Kids, the Steve Nashes. What happened to the driving kick? <laughs> right. The mid-range game. Oh, this ISO ball. What what happened? What happened to the game that we love? <laughs> when everybody wanted to play defense, bro. Oh I swear God. back in like the early 2000s, everybody played defense, man, or at least tried. I know I know the, the offensive games have got better, but you feel me? Like it's still elite defenders. So if it if it can still be if it can still be that it should still be that. The effort, not nah, that's the problem, bro. Nobody wants to put in the effort to play defense now. Everybody's concerned about scoring and getting down the court on offense as fast as they can. You got a handful of players that take defense seriously still, but but now it's just no defense, just running gun, shooting threes, bro. Like that's all we see. Pick and roll. We can't even say that. We we can say that about the NFL too. But I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how the NFL still make it work with it being soft with the defensive rules nowadays. Yeah, the NFL ain't as outrageous as the NBA, but the NFL, 
they trying to make their game more offensive too because you can't even touch nobody a receiver now or a quarterback. It's crazy. You can't even like, put your full body. Like they talking about you put your full body weight on them when you tackle them. Like what are you talking about? Like that's what I'm supposed to do. Like that's how you make yeah. a tackle. That's how you make a formidable tackle. <laughs> exactly. Hey. This is a good segue, man. Since so we got on an NFL topic, we about to transition over anyways, man. So you know we might as well go in. Let's go. Y'all know I've been y'all know I've been waiting to talk about my baby, man. It's been 10 long weeks, and I ain't been able to. Well, it ain't been 10 because I feel like we got one, maybe one weekend, but it's been 10 long weeks, and I ain't been able to talk to y'all and vent about my baby, man. So I'm, I'm, it feel good. Hey, bro, since we you know we halfway through the season, we got to. Give an update on the standings first. So, man, um, you want to do? You could do uh, whichever conference you start with first. I I do the I do the one after that. All right, since since my favorite team in the NFC and yours in the AFC, I do the NFC and you do the AFC. Bet that, bet that. All right, so uh, I start with the NFC. Then we just I'm just gonna go through all the conferences. Uh, the NFC East, Philly. On top of that, eight and one. Dallas in second at six and three. The Commanders four and six and third, and then the Giants in last place at two and eight. The NFC North, Detroit seven and two at the top. Minnesota six and four in second. Green Bay in third at three and six, and Chicago in last at three and seven. NFC South, the Saints first place five and five. Bucks second four and five. Atlanta third at four and six, and the Panthers <laughs> one and eight, worst record in the league at last place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, embarrassing to even say that, but, you know, I'm used to losing at this point. Uh, NFC West, San Francisco, and Seattle technically are tied. I think San Francisco is in first right now. Um, they both have records at six and three. Then you got the Rams at three and six, and rounding out the NFC West at the bottom, Arizona Cardinals at two and eight. That's all the NFC standings right now. Man, I guess we gonna we gonna get into everything once I get done with the AFC. But man, like the league is just on its head right now. But AFC, man, we gonna start off with the Pat Riots. You know, the AFC East, my team. You know, we in last place, like I predicted. You know what I'm saying? We two and eight. We trash. Uh, Marvin Williams season, Caleb Williams season, Drake May season. I don't care who season it is. We gonna get somebody out. We 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 leaving with something in that draft. All right, we leaving with something. <laughs> well, you know, Miami first place six and three. The no one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> trash ass at second place at five and five. Uh New York Jets at four and five. And you know, like I said, us at two and eight. That's the AFC East. AFC North. Best division the best division in football. Oh yeah. Most physical. It I ain't gonna lie. It's usually the best division in football, honestly. But Baltimore Ravens are top seven and three. Pittsburgh in second place is six and three. Cleveland in third place is six and three. And Cincinnati Bengals in last place at five and four. The AFC South getting kind of jumbled up as usual. Jacksonville Jaguars at six and three. Houston Texans at five and four. The Indianapolis Colts at five and five. And the Tennessee Titans at three and six. And last but not least, the AFC West, the Kansas City Swifties seven and two. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders five and five second place is crazy. I don't understand it. That division trash. Um, Los Angeles Chargers at four and five, and the new and improved Denver Let's Ride Bronco. I mean Denver Bronco Country Let's Ride Broncos at last place at four and five. AFC best division, it was the best conference in football, but it's 
Nigga, the, man, the, uh, we just gonna get into it. The whole league is in a frenzy, and it's just, it's just going crazy right now. It is. It's it's so much parody in the league right now. Like, every week, you'd be like, oh, no, nah, this is the best team in the league. Then after that week, you'd be like, oh, no, nah, we got a new best team in the league. It's so many teams then, right now that's out here that have And then one week, it's just like, everybody just look me. Like, it's right. crazy. <laughs> Everything's so unpredictable right now. Any given Sunday, so, never been more true. So, honestly, I feel like we had the, the same answer as the best team in the league. So on three, you you wanna you wanna say it because I feel like we, we got we, then got, we got the same a, then we got it'll be funny if we say a different team. <laughs> I really think I ain't gonna lie, now that you said it, we might say a different team, but I ain't gonna lie, it's only one way to find out, bro. So on, on three, right. we, we gonna say all right, one, two, three, Eagles. Eagles fly, Eagles fly. <laughs> on so the so road to we got we got the same one. Fly, hit them low, hit them high. high. Those e- eagles fly. fly. <laughs> E-A-G-L-E-S, eagles. eagles. <laughs> well, yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles, man, they just been finding ways to win, fam. Like, A.J. Brown with the streak of eight-plus receptions, 120-plus uh, yard games, making – uh. Breaking that record, Jalen Hurts, despite being injured, balling out, the defense being suspect. They just, I don't know, bro. They just been finding ways to win ever since they took that one loss. I forgot to who it was, but, man, they just been. They lost to. Lie, to I, they lost I to feel the like Jets. it was the Minnesota. All teams. Uh, the Jets. Hey, it was Jets. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember now. I remember now because I was talking crazy to Patrick that night. Yo, who was that Patrick <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I remember that now. But, yeah, the Eagles are definitely the best team in the league, even though everybody can look mid at one point. The Eagles are just the best record in the league at eight and – best record in the league at eight and one. And like I said, they just been finding – they just been finding a way to win winning these close games, man. They just been playing all-around good football besides their defense being suspect, secondary specifically. Right. That's a sign of a good team, man, if you know how to win close games. The Eagles just know how to win. And the thing is, too, they're eight and one, and they're nowhere even close to hitting their peak and hitting their stride, playing their best ball. So that's why I think we both think they're both the best team in the league right now because they're eight and one, and we still haven't seen the best of them yet this year. So man, anything, bro? I don't even know. It's just, it's just so much stuff. That's what I'm saying. The football type, bro. It's just so much that went on, bro. We can be here all Who's night. Who's the most disappointing team to you this year? Man. Don't nobody circle the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just keep getting that damn wagon circle, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm hating a little bit, too. Cause, you know, they've been talking crazy these past couple years, you know. Thinking, you know, they the, they the big brother and shit. You feel me? But they can't they can't, they can't, can't go with nobody else. So, it's just like, I feel like it's the, it's the Buffalo Bills, man. What, what about you? Man, it's hard to argue that. I'm, I'm looking at... I'm looking at the standings you can right say, now. I'm honestly, you can say the Niners too, but I just feel like it's the Bills. Yeah, because I mean the Niners went on that three game streak, but I still they still they, six and three, and they just blew out the Jags on the road. So I mean, yeah, they came back. They came back with a vengeance. Yeah, like they still in first place in that division, so I can't say they the most disappointing. Like you, if you're in first place still, I can't say you the most disappointing. They six and three, and bro, I, still got I don't do the Bills. Do the Bills, hold on. Do the Bills even have a division win right now? Um, yes, one. One. I think it's probably against 
Miami because we beat them. We, you know, yeah, they beat Miami. Pat-Rise. We beat them. Yeah, they beat Miami for sure. But yeah, like we had we had the most division wins at one point, which was crazy. I think we stayed. that was crazy. That was probably like week two, week three. Y'all only got they had a man early nah, on. Nah, division the like in the in the division, like in the division, probably yeah. Now like after the Miami beat us, I, I ain't gonna lie, oh, yeah. we, we got swept by then. That's crazy. Y'all beat the Jets and, we'll, and beat the Bills. Yeah, so if we would have got one off Miami, we still might be in the lead with division wins. I mean. Another other team, I mean, you can't, I can't say they the most disappointing with the way they started the season off, but I would not guess right now that Cincinnati going into week 11 will be dead last in the AFC North. I would not have guessed that. Even though they still five and four, I, you I still say, wouldn't have guessed they'd be dead yeah, last. I say you can say that, but they always start off slow like this, so it's just like, this is what we uh, kind of accustomed to. Yeah. So I, would, I, would, I wouldn't even say that. Cause they, you know, they all everybody be like, you know, oh, Cincy, you know, and Cincy, you know, such and such and such and such. You feel me? But it's just like they always, they always end up being right there. Cause you know, right now, if if it ended the day, all their teams would be in the playoffs right now, which is crazy. Fast, like I still got con- super confidence in Cincy. They still gonna find a way to make the playoffs for sure. Um, that's why I really, there, there probably really isn't any more like super disappointing teams. Cause all the trash teams, we kind of expected to trash. be trash. I mean, for real. Both our teams, we not really surprised. Um, Giants, we not surprised. The, the Giants to be trash. The Bears, the Bears, Green Bay, the Cardinals. Like these are not surprises. The Rams, Denver. Even though they playing dangerous, playing better. You know, Sean Payton might have fixed them a little bit. Yo, I got how in the world. It's crazy, bro. The Steelers are the worst six and three team I ever bro, seen. In they my haven't life. outscored or <laughs> outgained any of their opponents, but they six and three and second in the division. It's crazy. I don't get it. It's mediocrity at its finest, but they winning still. I don't understand it. And the thing is, bro, you already know the Steelers. They gonna if they make the playoffs, they are gonna get whooped in the first round. But who are they? They play, gonna bro? lose in the first <laughs> round, bro, because they can't run the ball. And you gotta be at it like. But it's just the defense, bro. I don't understand. It's like how did, how can the defense just carry so much, bro? Like even in that win that they got against the uh, when the Browns when the Brown, when they snuck in there and the Browns got their first win in the playoffs in a long time, it was the defense that was carrying that whole that whole year. <laughs> exactly. So and it's like, bro, it's medi it's mediocrity at its finest, but they just continue to get away with it. They the masters that winning ugly games, which is crazy because in 2023, bro, I don't care how good your defense is. In general, you need some type of offense to win in this NFL. And they're so not. I don't, I don't and understand. It's like it's like they like Kenny Pickett to make just one play, and then that just be the play that winning the game because the defense just been locking up all game. It's just like, bro, he's not good. Like <laughs> I don't like they just not good offensively, but they they got the talent though. It's just they not good. At all, like their play calling is terrible. Like I was looking at Kenny Pickett stats the other day. It's like, bro, this man is starting quarterback, and they bro, six and three. He got thirteen. I about to say, I think he got thirteen touchdown passes, thirteen interceptions, and thirteen career wins, or something like that. It's something. It was something crazy I seen yesterday. I was like, bro, you only got thirteen career passes, touchdown career passes. That's kind of crazy. And this year, 18, he only got six. Years. Yeah, I about to say two year, eight years, yeah, like two year, two years, and you only got thirteen. That's crazy. 
And the QBR stat is weird, but he's 28th out of the starting quarterbacks in QBR. And there's, what, 32 teams in the league. <laughs> That's, man. I, I, don't, bro, I don't know how they just continue to get away with this, bro. Like, And Cleveland balling out this year, and they defense carrying, and they're inept on offense right now, too. Facts. Because they've been basically playing with backup quarterbacks like P.J. Walker. And even when Deshaun is playing, he hasn't been good at all really this year outside of um, the game Sunday. He was pretty decent. But before then, he been pretty trash too. So, yeah, their defense has been bailing them out. Niche up, went yeah, down, like a, we all that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. They got Kareem Hunt back. Him and uh, Jerome Ford back there. That division is just a we, dog fight, bro. Like, they just beat up on each other. Best division in football. It's literally the most. It's really almost the best division and most physical division in football every year. It is, yes. There's, there's no doubt about it. No doubt. Every time these teams match up, you already know it's gonna be a bloodbath out there, bro. It's gonna be a close game down to the wire every single time. Every time, bro. It's just like last year, Cincy and um, Baltimore in the playoffs. That fumble at the goal line. On some yep. crazy stuff, and he took that. That bro, it's it's plays like that when it comes to this division. Like I don't think no other division be having plays like that outside of them. Like they don't. I don't think no division, like no other division, no other division be just be going like that at all. At man, all, we can, we can love, literally be here all day, bro. Because I I want to go into the conversation like who's the best. Defender Miles Gear or TJ. Well, I want to go into that, bro. Mm. We got so, bro. Like, bro, it's because they they in the same division. You got Micah. It's like they be like they be like who the best, who the best to fit like the best defender or the best ta- um not tackle but the best end or like defensive tackle. It's crazy, bro. Like, and both of them in the same division. We could be here all day talking about football, bro. We just we just can't do that right now. We just can't do it. For real, each team, you can go one by one each team. They got a storyline that you can go in depth about. Because both of their defense is crazy. Top to Man. bottom, I'll probably take Cleveland's right now. Oh, bro, I think this week, hold on, I got, let me check real quick. This week, week 11, bro, week, this week, you got the Bengals and Ravens on Thursday night, and then you got the Steelers and Browns on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, Bengals, so Ravens. Like, <laughs> Yep. It's lit. Steelers and Browns playing. and Browns playing each other on Sunday, so it's like all four division teams playing against each other. That's what I'm saying, bro. Them, them really, they really going to determine who sneak. That division going to determine what team can sneak in the playoffs. Because I don't feel like by the end of the year that all them teams in the AFC North going to be able to make it. Somebody going to have to be the odd man out, and somebody that's out going to be have to going to be able to sneak in, unless somebody just continue to be trash. Two teams, I'm going to say, going to make CJ it. CJ Stroud got the Texans in there right now. Uh-huh. Because, you know, they above the Bills, and the Bengals is above the Bills because they just beat the Bills. Man, two teams I think going to make it, though, is uh, Cincy. I'm going to say Cincy and Baltimore for sure going to get in. They're going to find a way to get in out of that division. So it's going to be between Cleveland and, and Pittsburgh for that, that spot, I think, in my opinion. So as we're looking at it right now, I, f- I forgot how many spots it was. That, that that teams can make the playoffs is it six or seven? Let's see, because you got uh you got the four division winners. Actually, it's eight, I think, because because I think all the teams and like I, like we said, all the teams in the AFC North right now is uh in the playoffs. Well, AFC North, my bad. Let's see, because it's the four it's the four division winners and then the extra wild card spot, and I think it was already three. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm we can't like I said, we can't be here all. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I feel like I'm about to say it's just. I don't know. Everything oh, it, is just jumbled seven. up right now. It's 17. Right? Okay, so, seven. okay, so right now, so as of right now, since he will be out, Houston will be in. Yeah, because they yeah, they just got the head to head when that's what I'm saying, bro. Everything just matter every week. Everything just matter every week. Every week, bro. And even t- and now, the team, hey, bro, the Bills is below Indy. That's crazy. And the, the Raiders all of a sudden right back in the picture, too, because they're on a two-game winning streak. <laughs> Five and five. That's what I said. Everything is just jumbled up, bro. Everything the league has been on its head since we ate. I really want to go back that and we one like one episode. We just go back and just see from we ate on like the league just flipped on its head with the trades and everything. Like, yeah, because I honestly in the AFC there's only like four teams that had that's basically out of it right now for real. That's the Patriots, Tennessee. Really, honestly, the Patriots in Tennessee for real—the only two teams right now that's like has no chance yeah, of the playoffs. Denver can Denver can mess around, and still sneak back in there if they if they wanted to. Chargers four any, and any five. team in the AFC West because I'm about to say yeah, every every team really right there with four and five, five and five, and five and four like they all right there. As well, and. Going up to the NFC, expect, man. The NFC to me, yeah, I expected nothing less from the AFC this year, though. Yeah, AFC is stat like all, all the elite quarterbacks really in the AFC outside of Jalen Hurts for real. And like it was like it was like Dak Prescott, the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh, like, my they were talking about they were they, they were talking about that. They bro, I was like, all right, bro, bro he's not even the bro. best quarterback in the NFC, fam. I, that's what I be talking <laughs> about, bro. They beat all these buns, and like, oh, yeah, they back. They about to do it. They playing good. I understand that playing good because you gotta beat the you gotta beat the bad teams. But like the narratives they be trying to push be crazy, fam. And they about to they about to win the next two weeks too, bro. You know they got us That's Sunday, what, and then they play the Commanders at home. So man, you know how they do. They you know how they do people at home, <laughs> right? But just wait to after they get through play the Commanders though. That schedule gonna get real after that. Then they they got Seattle. They got Seattle, Philly. Buffalo, Miami, and Detroit. <laughs> so we're gonna see. <laughs> man, we got some matchups, man. This gonna be crazy. But the NFC to me, it's like four teams, then it's like a big, big fall off for real. So it's like Philly. Oh yeah. Philly, San Francisco, Dallas, and Detroit, then it's a big fall off. Yeah, after that, it's just like <laughs> who the hell cares? Exactly. <laughs> It's just like who the hell cares after that? I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like I'm, I'm really pulled for Detroit in the playoffs this year, man. They deserve it. Their fans deserve it. They I'm do. They do. And they're a fun team to watch too. Like their offense is real fun to watch. I uh, see. So yeah, they got they got too many weapons. Jared Goff playing at a crazy level. I ain't gonna lie. Them having Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery is crazy. Laporta they got one of my. I say Laporta, yeah, I rocks with Laporta. They got one of my favorite defenders, Aiden Hutchinson. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They just, they just got a lot of, they got a lot of pieces, man. St. Brown. Johnson ain't even back yet. Facts. Garner Johnson not back. St. Brown is like, he definitely the most underrated wide receiver in the league to me. Like, bro, it's consistent every week. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I'm, yeah. I, ain't, I just hear his stats from like, <laughs> I don't know how many, like the past six games, he been balling. Yeah, bro, is mad, mad underrated. Like he up there. Like he, he's really up there. Oh, I said another narrative they've been pushing. Another narrative they've been pushing. CD top three. I get tired of this every every year, bro. It's, 
<laughs> I do, bro. He been balling. Like that's my yeah. that's my I like C D, that's my dog. He on my fantasy team. As you know, he been carrying me right now, bro. But top three is crazy. I know Jay Jitters ain't played, but he not better than him. AJ or Tyree, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, fam. Right. Uh, and I he, and I rock with dog. I rock with bro. Yeah, not even the best receiver in his division, cause that's AJ Brown. So I mean <laughs> It's crazy. That was crazy to think about. Like but yeah, I just had that, all them two narratives they've been pushing. But in the NFC, bro, I don't lie. I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of rooting for Minnesota with the whole Josh Dobbs joint hey, right now. I'm rooting Josh for Minnesota. Josh Dobbs has been balling this year. Josh Dobbs has been balling for sure. Bro, he won bro. When I seen when I heard that, bro, he went in with the team. Bro, he went in with the team a full week and went out there and caught that dub. Like that was that was that like that's legendary. Like. Got cut from a team not a week ago. Get picked up by this team. Ain't even with him a full week. Don't even know niggas' names and go out there and catch a dub like that. Bro, smart like that. He don't even have to learn the playbook because I don't know if you heard about it or not. He literally has a job waiting for him at NASA whenever he retired from playing football. That's how smart he is. Uh, yeah, I about to say they call him. I forgot what the the QB. It was they they called him something. It was so they had like a nickname for him, but yeah, bro, a whole little astronaut out here just having he that's just, this is just a side mission playing football. He don't honestly. even need football. <laughs> he don't even need the bread, bro. He just playing for fun. He like, man, I'm still in my physical prime. I want to play. We're living the dream of every little boy, man, playing professional football and being an astronaut. Like what? <laughs> Fam is literally a backup, and like he just a start. Like he, like he, he's just being a starter now. Like every situation he'd have been in, he just turned into a starter for being a backup. <laughs> And especially if he lead the Minnesota to the playoffs, bro, and keep balling, somebody going to give him he the baddest offense. Yeah. He got he about to get the Taylor Heineke. He about to get the Taylor Heineke for sure. <laughs> and he deserved it too, honestly. I mean, because even in Arizona, bro, he was balling in Arizona. Uh, so, yeah, they beat the Cowboys, and they was in almost every game. They was up 20 to something. Was, they would look like 28-0 on the Giants. Yep, should have won that game. Before they blew that. All right, bro. From all right, what we we at week eleven? All right, we'll we'll yep. revise this at the end of the season. But as of right now, who's gonna be in the Super Bowl? Eee, that's tough. Uh, obviously, I feel like Philly gonna be there at the end in the NFC. AFC though. Oh man, if if man. If Lamar can get the turnovers down, if Lamar can take care of the ball and Baltimore keep it and get it and keep it together, I got Philly. I got Philly in Baltimore. I got Philly in Baltimore. Bro, oh my God. Dog. I feel like <laughs> I saw we we be reading each other's minds, dog. That's legit. No bro, lie. That's legit. What I was we really, say, man. Like, we really no be lie. in tune like that. It's crazy. Because I, I was no like, lie. bro, I really want to s- <laughs> I really want to say the Chiefs because you know the Swifties in full effect. You feel me? But like, if Baltimore, I understand they just lost to the Browns, you know, in a close game. But if Lamar, if they just if they just keep it together, bro, the way they playing right now, they they can go all the way. For sure, they got they definitely got the pieces. I mean, they got the defense, the O line, the run game. The receivers, like they, they definitely got the pieces. The coaching, and all the games they lost this year is self. Like they, they blew them games themselves. Like no, no disrespect to yeah. like the Browns and the Steelers, but the Ravens lost those games. Had leads and all of Yeah, they had leads and all of them, and just they, that's what they do. That they blow the leads. I don't know how they continue to do it, but that's what that's what they do. But that's what that's what. And you know how they said the color schemes be predicting who's gonna be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, 
But I think they had was it was it Philly? No, but I think it was the Niners in Baltimore this year with the color scheme. But I feel like it, it might be Philly and Baltimore this year. Baltimore so, so legit be undefeated right now. Like no lie, they should easily be undefeated right now. Cause they lost that they overtime should. game to the Colts beginning of the season. They they blew the game against Pittsburgh and they blew the game against Cleveland last week. They should not have any losses at all. It was just it's just it's the same story as last year, but yeah, it, it was injuries too. But hopefully, you got a healthy Lamar. This year. Yeah, everybody, everybody somewhat healthy. Yeah, it was everybody somewhat healthy this year. So we are gonna see what they can do. Shout out Keaton Mitchell too. By the way, since we're talking about Baltimore. Yeah, EC, ECU, man, he been, he been balling. That speed is game changing, but yeah, that's crazy, yo. That, that's what I'm going with right now, too, legit. I would love to see that matchup, too. We got Lamar Jackson versus Jalen Hurts. We'll love that matchup. Yeah, but as you know, speaking. as you know, bro, like, like we said, we can't never count the Chiefs still. You know they're going to be lurking regardless at the end of the day. But speaking of the Chiefs, you feel me? Week 11 preview Monday night Super Bowl oh, rematch. Man. It's on. <laughs> it, yeah, that, week like 11. That's some good games. Good games. That's what I'm saying. It was just like, it was just like week, it was just like week nine. We had all the good matchups. This one, th- this week 11. So we gonna, we gonna hop, we gonna segue into our week 11 preview so we can, we might can get out of here a little earlier. Like we gonna see how they go down, but. I really ain't gonna lie. I really just wanna we I, we'll just go through all of them real quick. But one uh, what's the what's these one o'clock games? Uh, I'm gonna just go down the list. Uh, one o'clock games: Steelers, Browns. You know, division rival rivalry games. You know, th- those are always turn. Another one o'clock: Cardinals, Texans, Titans, Jaguars, Raiders, Dolphins, Panthers, Cowboys, Lions, Bears. Chargers, Packers, and Giants and Commanders. So only really notable one o'clock game, I guess we could say it would be just be Steelers and Browns. And low-key, a sneaky good one o'clock game could be the Cardinals and Texas, especially with Kyler Murray back. I think that can be a sneaky good game. That could that definitely could be sneaky. Man, I was watching I was watching the Texas against uh the Bengals, but they look they look they look crazy. <laughs> CJ Stroud and Tank Dell just look crazy out there. And, and I ain't even Brown. know who Tank Dell was. Noah yeah, Brown. Noah Brown was just on the Cowboys. He already having like a hundred and almost eighty yard games. Like, what's going on? And they got Dalton Schultz going crazy too. Two former Cowboys. <laughs> crazy. CJ Stroud, you think he should be in the MVP talks right now? I ain't gonna lie, all the glazing that they was doing with Mahomes when he was his first couple years, his rookie year for like his actual rookie year. I need to see the same thing for CJ Stroud, bro. Yes, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, might as well, bro. Cause get, get rewarded. Get rewarded for the balling you doing, young man. I'm gonna be honest with you. He's clutch too, man. Like, and there's really no definitive MVP right now. Like, it, it changes every week, so it's like no guy that would be like, oh yeah, that's the leader right now. Anyways, I don't know who would be the leader in the moment. Would you say? I don't know either, bro. I was just gonna say, could you say Jalen Hurts? Maybe, like that. That's maybe. like that's just like the slight maybe. Like you know, they're gonna say Mahomes always, regardless. You know, even though he, you know, what I'm saying, you know how they talk about him, but you know, 
I would I love to see like, Hurts get it because Hurts deserved it last year, in my opinion. So I would love to see him get it. That's what I'm saying. He should have got it last year. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But you know how they do. You know how they do with the man. They you, you already know how they feel about him, bro. You know it be pissing me off. But <laughs> you already you, you already know how they how they get down with my homeboy. And you know they Swifties <laughs> now, so you know you know how they you know how the NFL really get down. Exactly. It's that money marketing, bro, all the way. Yeah, one o'clock games. We're gonna go with, go to the four o'clock games. Four oh five, Buccaneers, 49ers, four twenty-five, Jets, Bills, another division matchup. Rams, Seahawks, Vikings, Broncos. At eight, that's a eight twenty. I'm sorry. That's a eight twenty Sunday night. That's a Sunday night game, Vikings and Broncos. So out of those, I mean uh, Oh, Thursday. We got about Thursday. I forgot about Thursday night. We just talked about that. Ravens and Bengals. We forgot about that. I forget about man, the first, oh the man. First that that's gonna be a good one. Who who you got? Who you got? Healthy He can't be the healthy Lamar. He hasn't yet. So he, I really don't have a choice but to go with him. Honestly. Yeah, because Baltimore at home, bro. I feel like I gotta go with them too. Even though, even though it's Joe Burr, I can definitely see him in the streets you know going on the road and getting the win. It's Joe Burr. It's Joe Burr and the boys. So. <laughs> I don't know. It's 50 50, bro. Like we said, them games in the division. That's what I'm saying. It's a toss up, but um, it's just that he hasn't, they haven't beat a health, like, they haven't beat a healthy Lamar. So it's just like, you ain't got no choice but to go with him. Fast until until he proves he can do it, he's going to rob Lamar. But yeah, four o'clock games, nothing really too exciting about those. But the eight, but Monday night, 8 15, mm, Super mm, Bowl mm. rematch. Eagles and Chiefs, man. Mm. That's, that's going to be. That's gonna be one for the ages, cause it's basically you can basically say the same teams outside, maybe like a few pickups from the Eagles. They really are the same teams, pretty much, honestly. But just, I'm gonna just say I got the Eagles, just cause they have. I'm, this is not no Chiefs hate. It's just I got the Eagles. I'm gonna have to just take the Eagles. Gotcha. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs at home, Arrowhead, bro. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. True. Forgot they they are at Arrowhead, and I don't, I don't think the boy. I don't think the boy's been to Arrowhead yet. They're going to work out some cheese magic in the fourth quarter late in the game and pull out a close one. Would be surprised because their defense been playing. They defense. Man, I would love to be at that game. Man, you, you already know Shorty going to be in the building. So, you know, oh, my God. I ain't going to lie. I'm tired. I, everybody know we tired of that. But, you know, Shorty going to be at the game. So, you know, it's going to be – it's about to be the Kelsey Bowl. Oh, my God. Taylor Swift about to get more camera time than the actual game. Probably for real. <laughs> It's about to be so annoying, bro. I this swear, the game I don't of the like year, it. bro. And we about to hear about Taylor Swift. And we about to just be seeing her, bro. Like, uh, bro, I'm mad thinking about it already, bro. Like, please don't, sh- please don't show up, please, bro. Like, I blame Travis. I really, I really blame Travis. I really blame him, bro. Hey, the only, the only positive thing for me with Taylor Swift showing up every time she shows to the game, Kelsey ball out, and I need him to ball out for my fancy team this week. Cause we on the three game. You do, history. you do, cause he, he been, he been, he been getting locked up lately. He cause she went there in Denver. Up. He, she went there in Denver. He had his worst game ever. <laughs> Literally, shout out, shout out to the Broncos too, man. Finally get their first win against Pat Mahomes. Like, <laughs> uh, week nine. Shout out, shout out to them, man. Fast being being um Pat Mahomes and Buffalo. That's impressive back to back. Very impressive. Speaking of fantasy though, man, we gotta we gotta go over a segue to this fantasy minute, man. You gotta you gotta Uh-oh. let us know let us know what's going down. Uh oh. Man. So we gonna start talking about our teams then, man. My teams are in a mid season slump right now. 
it happens every year, honestly. Every year. So it's to be expected. On the three game losing streak currently, bro, and um and Jordan League, the two five boys league, keeping up with the Joneses, still holding on barely to the top spot on my side of, of the um, bracket. TJ right on my tail, though. We technically tied, but I got a tiebreaker on him right now. And I play him this week. Must win game. This might be for first place on my side, bro. So I need this all my dogs on my team. Week, man. All my dogs on my team. I need y'all to show up. I'm going to go give a pregame locker room and talk, you know, before the week start. Because, you know, it's a must win out here. Um, Kelsey, my boy, I need you. Where's some at Taylor Swift magic? Lamar, please, bro. I know in real life you solid, but start throwing me some touchdown passes, bro. I understand y'all run heavy, but, man, I need you to throw some touchdown passes for me, man, because you've been terrible the last couple weeks for me in fantasy. Um, DJ Moore, Justin Fields is coming back. So that means DJ Moore's stats should go up this week for me. Uh, Cowboys D is going against my terrible Carolina Panthers, man. So I'm expecting a big, big game from them. Um, uh, Joe Mixon Thursday night, just give me a rushing touchdown. I'll be happy. Josh Jacobs, keep doing your thing, man. You've been solid the last couple weeks. And Swift, DeAndre Swift, keep doing your thing too, man. So it's going to be a tough one against TJ, bro. You already know I'm nervous about that one. And then um, in TJ's league, Gridiron Heights uh, is my team in that league. Uh, I don't know one game losing streak with that that league. My team, you know, been up and down recently, eight and two in second place currently. Um, let's see who I play in this league this week. Uh, let me see. Oh, we in week eleven. Who I got? I probably ain't gonna speak on that league. I just might say my record, <laughs> and that's it. I should get a win this week. My team can't fall asleep. Playing T TJ's dad actually. His team three and seven. Should get a win, but, you know, it's fancy football. Anything can happen. So long as my boys show up, as long as Josh Allen don't be out on no BS, long as ETN keep doing his thing. Matthew Stafford's coming back this week, so that's big news for Cooper Cup and Puka. I own both of them in that league. TJ Hawkinson had a big week last week, man. So feeling good this week about that league, man. So hopefully you can keep it moving, bro. But your team been hot too, dog, and um, in Jordan League. I'm a yeah. I about to say I'm a, I'm gonna get to them last. I'm gonna just go ahead and get the uh, TJ League out of the way. You know, three and seven. You know, we we still the ones though. Shout out to the Bloodline, Roman Reigns, and all them. But we three and seven in that league. I don't even want to talk about them. Honest, we gonna we gonna get to the to the stars. You feel me? The royal family, the Rose family. Shout out Cody Rose and the fam, man. Uh, We've been we've been balling. We've been really hooping. You feel me? Like six game winning streak. You feel me? We seven and three right now. So, I mean, we started out one and three. You know, we just been hooping on the boys, man. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, shout out, shout out CD Lamb and Tyreek Hill. I don't know how they let me get y'all, you know, back to back in fantasy, but, you know, I appreciate y'all for that, man. Yeah, you know, we fell asleep they really on been, that. That's, they really crazy. been carrying your boy. <laughs> you know, I had Justin Fields, but he been hurt. And, you know, I still been balling. Like, it's crazy. Like, he coming really back this week, though, Gus man. Good luck. Shout out Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards had like the three fourteen oh. week like a couple weeks ago. Oh, I got you know they killed me directly out. when I played you. <laughs> yeah, with Gus Edwards, I remember. I was like, yo, that was the game they played the Lions. No, like yo, he got like three four rushing touchdowns. And you know, I got Lamar too, so you know it was double whammy for me. Oh, yeah, he was Lamar like, to... he ain't, bro. He didn't throw. He only threw like one that game. Yup. Man, you know, shout out Brandon Ayuk, you feel me? Mark Andrews, Laporta, you know, Cleveland defense, Justin Tucker, you know, New England defense from time to time. My boy Tyreek here, bro, I ain't gonna lie, just shout out to the Royal family, man. Like, we number one on our side of the bracket. Everybody else two games back. 
Got a big division win. You know, had to get my get back. Couldn't get swept. But, you know, we... I don't know, man. Just from where we started, bro. You know, started from the bottom that we here, man. That's all I can say. Royal family, we here. Six game win streak for you is crazy, dog. Like my big, my biggest regret from draft day still is is take Kelsey, Kelsey that dude still, but still, I, I regret not taking Tyreek over Kelsey, bro. You got off with that one. And I had, bro. I had like, I had like the sixth pick. That was the crazy part. I had like the sixth pick. I think. Yep, it was like Both the me and Jordan passed seven. on him. Both me and Jordan passed and I on Tyreek. I, I was like, I can, I was like, Reek. I was like, I can get Reek. Oh yeah, they done messed up. Man, bro, like, yeah, yeah. Cause Tyreek a whole cheat code every week. You already know he's gonna do some damage out there, no matter what. Bro, him and CD be getting me thirty, bro. Them two in the same, bro, and Alana at the same time. Both of them getting me at least thirty points. Like it's been crazy. Like they'll be they'll at least get me 25, 30 points. Tyreek has already had six games this year with at least 25-plus fantasy points, bro. And, you know, CD, CD been breaking records, going on his little 150-yard campaigns. And you know what, bro? So I be having – it's crazy. I be having IU, Gus Edwards, CD, and Tyreek in the same lot of – and you can add Cleveland defense in there sometimes too, though. So it's like I just been I just been blessed, bro. I just been blessed these last six weeks, man. I have been blessed. And you know, CD gonna keep up his streak, uh, especially with us and Washington coming up in the next two games. So he about to eat at least in the next two weeks. And as long as, bro, as long as, you know, we got we gonna get to the ad ad drop. So as long as I can get, so I gotta drop. I gotta drop some people. I gotta drop Alexander Madison. I'm gonna be honest with you, he ain't really been on nothing. I might have to drop him. Well, I, I might have to drop a couple of people. You know, add add a quarterback QB because you know the playoffs about to be coming up, but. I ain't, I've been enjoying fantasy this year. I don't know, bro. I just been blessed, bro. So we man, we here, man. Two five boys lead royal family. I ain't think we was gonna be here. <laughs> man, me, me, you and TJ got identical seven and three records right now. Tied for the best record in the whole jump. So yeah, that's impressive. All right, man. So, man, so we, yeah, so we talked about so our team. Yeah, who we adding, who we dropping, you know. Give the people the insight, your your insight on this on this fantasy, man. Cause it's getting into the thick of it. Gotta put your Timberland boots on, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So I got a couple good ads for this week. I'm feeling real confident in the ads for this week. Uh we've been talking about this first guy already, but definitely if you can, if you need quarterback help, definitely try to get your hands on Josh Dobbs. He's out there on the waiver wire in most leagues, only on in 39% of leagues right now. But, you know, everybody in their mama going to be trying to claim him this week. So, good luck to you if you're trying to claim him. Uh, then we got his teammate running back, Ty Chandler, former North Carolina Tar Heel. We just, you just talked about Alexander Madison. He's been up and down, but I think he he's also injured, so he might not even play this week. And Cam Akers is out for the year also. So, Ty Chandler had a touchdown, rushing touchdown this past week. And he's about to be the lead bell cow bat for Minnesota. Only on just 3% of leagues. So definitely try to swoop him up if you need running back help. Um, Kyler Murray just came back from injury. You already know when Kyler's playing, he's definitely a fantasy asset because he uses his legs a lot. So um, he's owning 54.6% of leagues right now. So definitely swoop Kyler up, man, for more quarterback help. Uh, wide receiver Noah Brown is another guy from Houston. All their receivers have been eating recently with CJ Stroud. Um, spraying the ball around to all of them. He's only on in 27.1% of leagues right now. He went crazy this past week against um, 
the Bengals almost really had 200 receiving yards. Uh, so, yeah, if you need some receiver help, look at Noah Brown or any other the, the um, Texans wide receivers. Honestly, they out there on the waiver wire. And my last ad for the week, we talk about him also. Uh, former ECU Pirate Keaton Mitchell from Baltimore. Back-to-back weeks of rushing touchdowns. Uh, Harbaugh is going to continue to work him more and more into the offense. So, definitely expect Keaton Mitchell to continue to get some big explosive plays, man, because if you get the ball to him in space, he's going to make some noise out there, man. So, he's only on 23.3% of leads right now. So, he'll definitely be a good guy to um, pick up. Even if you just draft him to stash him for a couple weeks until he gets fully acclimated in the system, he's just a good guy to have on the roster right now. Um, don't have too many drops this week. Um, my first drop is Christian Watson, wide receiver from Green Bay. He's been very disappointed this year. I was real high on him coming to the season. Drafted him in two leagues, but he's been very disappointing uh, so far this year. Uh, then we're going to wide receiver Michael Thomas for the Saints. He's out with an injury. He's also been up and down this year, very inconsistent for them. Um, then the last guy, St. Hastings teammate, quarterback Derek Carr, they also on a bye week, but um, he also got pulled. Well, he got hurt. James Winston took up for him, but Derek Carr has been also very average out there, man. So if you had him on your roster, I would definitely drop him. Uh, so that's everybody I have dropped this week. Man, for sure, um, starters this week, man. Justin Fields coming back, so definitely get Fields out there in your lineup and have him starting for you because I'm definitely expecting him to come back. Um, you know, put up some decent numbers for Chicago this week. Uh, if you have better options, I might with bench Trevor Lawrence. He's been very disappointing overall this year. Last week against the 49ers defense, he only had two fantasy points, man, which is is ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, that's it, man, for the um, ad drop start set this week. You got anybody to add to that? Uh, I about to say, isn't Damian Pierce out for the Texans? So I about to say, pick a, a Devin Singletary at the running back position if you need one. Good call. Yep. I say, like I said, like I said, draw Alexander Madison. Like he said, pick up Ty Chandler for the Vikings. I'm I'm dropping him as soon as I get the chance because he ain't been on nothing all season for me. <laughs> nope. I got him in TJ League. He just been running my bench most of the league, most of the time this year too, honestly. Just wish us, just wish us luck with the fantasy, man, because it's getting down to the wire, man. Like Kanye yes, said, well, Dan, not down to the wire, but he said through the wire, but down to the wire, same thing, <laughs> same thing. I don't care. Yeah, man, we only got four more games of the regular season in fantasy because you know the fantasy playoffs start before the NFL playoffs, so we get really got four more games. So it's really down to the wire with fantasy football this year. Yes, sir, man. B three represent. Yes, sir, man. Love some fantasy sports. We'll be back with more fantasy updates, man, on the next episode, of course, man. Keep y'all posted on what's going on in our leagues, bragging rights and all that. But, yeah, we'll keep y'all posted. So, leaving the grid iron for this week. Um, once again, it's going to be an exciting week coming up, week 11. Can't wait. Leaving the grid iron for this week, though. Uh, going to hop back into basketball real quick, but this time at the college level. Uh, we're just going to go through the current top 25 in uh, men's college basketball. Um, Kansas is number one, Purdue number two, Arizona three, Marquette at four, UConn at five, Houston six, Tennessee seven, Creighton eight, Duke fell to number nine, FAU at 10, Gonzaga 11, Miami 12, Texas A&M 13, Arkansas 14, Baylor 15, Southern California 16, Kentucky 17, Michigan State 18, 
Texas 19, the Tar Heels number 20, Villanova coming in at 21, Bama 22, Illinois at 23, James Madison coming in at 24, man. They've been on the come up recently. Colorado running out the top 25 at number 25. But um, real quick, talking about college basketball, you already know, got to bring it up, though. Them Dukies, once again, lost to Kayla Love. <laughs> Kayla Love came into Cameron <laughs> once again. This time, not with the Tar Heels, though, with Arizona. Arizona. With Tar Heel for life, ran on his shoes and got another dub in Cameron Indoor. I like I like how he's still ripping us though, even though you know you know as a as a fan base you know we had our back and forth with him, but you know still to still rep us go in there and do do them do the semesterhood dirty again. You know it's all it always <laughs> it always feels good. Facts, yeah, it's crazy. He always had a thing at Cameron, bro. Even if he was very inconsistent for us, he always turned up in Cameron or when he played Duke in general. Um. Like you said, man, we had a lot of ups and downs with Caleb. I know he's at UNC, but going once again, I always thank him for retiring Coach K. We'll never forget that. So, if only we could have got the national championship with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that hey. would have been the greatest of all time, bro. Yeah, no literally. Cap. Literally, man. But, yeah, shout out to Caleb Love for going into Cameron to get that dub, for real, for real. Um, Tar Heels are 2-0 right now. I'm liking what I'm seeing from the team so far, even though, you know, we haven't played a legit team yet, but uh, the chemistry looks way better this year. Um, we definitely have a, a true point guard right now, man. Elliot Cadeau, freshman. He's like, he reminds me so much of like a Kendall Marshall type point guard. He's literally pass first. He looks to pass, push the tempo. He can get to the basket, finish around the rim real well. Um, good freshman we got in, man. So I, I really like him coming in. Harrison Ingram, a transfer we got from Stanford, is looking solid. Um, Cormac Ryan. We got him from Notre Dame. He's a shooter out here. Paxton Wojciak, another shooter we got in, a transfer. Uh, Jalen Withers, another transfer we got from Louisville. Baycott's back for like the 10th year. <laughs> RJ's back. So from what I've seen with the heels, man, the ball movement, and we look a little bit like old Carolina again, a little, little running gun, you know, action, just moving the ball a lot. So I'm liking what I've seen for the first two games uh, so far from the heels, man, for sure. Yeah, that's really all I be caring about in college basketball. Be, really, yeah. even though, you know, they the rival, it just be Duke and Carolina mostly what I be caring about, especially now that, you know, it's not really as exciting as it used to be in college basketball, but yeah. Facts. And um, got to talk about the women real quick. Uh, Juju Watkins that play at Stanford, bro. Not Stanford, but um, Southern Cal. She's the yeah, truth. Yeah, see. She's a top-ranked player coming into this season, and she's definitely looking like it out here, man. Uh, let's see. Her numbers are crazy. I looked at it earlier. She's averaging 28 points per game, seven rebounds, three assists, shooting 56% in front of the field. So she definitely did nets one up, man. Uh, her and Bronny ever got together. They really had some true love and basketball type stuff going on for real. <laughs> Both at USC. Hey, nah, that'll, uh, that, that'll, real, that'll be real life. That'll be real life, <laughs> Bronny dad playing the NBA just like yo, like it'll be crazy, dog. Same type of story. Nah, like. that, nah, that'll be crazy. <laughs> they both play high school ball in Southern California. Like it'll be crazy. But yeah, see you made a fool of me. <laughs> Tell me why. Really, one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> oh my god. Man, but yeah, and uh, one last thing on the women's college who a lot of upset so far this season. Um, helped transition to the next. Went to eyes on NC with this one. NC State upset 
number two ranked UConn the other day, which is crazy. NC State women's basketball, I don't like them, but that's their best program that they got for real, for real. <laughs> they always solid. And speaking of NC State women's basketball, we're going to key on our eyes on NC. Um, we talk about her a whole lot up here, man. Best women's high school hooper we've probably ever seen, me and your master in person. Yeah, the greatest to ever touch a basketball, little key. Zamaria Jones, man, North Pitt standout out here. She committed to North Carolina State University um, last week. You know, hey, she going to the Wolfpack, to the rivalry. You know, I understand it. She want to be close to home and all that. They are a good women's program, and they've been recruiting her since she was a freshman. So I get it. I get it, man. State got a real one there. And like you said, the only bright spot is we can still go see her play because she can be running the road in Raleigh, man. Still to our heels for life, though, but shout out to her, though. Yeah, that's going to be lit. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to her, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'll just read it. All I, that's all I all I said was, bro, is that all she all I wanted to do is make it to the tournament. That's all that people need to see to show that she the greatest they ever touch basketball. <laughs> that's all that's all she need, bro. I just wanted to make it to the tournament and just show show everybody what they ain't they ain't seen yet. Facts. And she definitely probably gonna make it to the tournament at state. Cause they got this other girl named Sanaya Rivers who's also from the Hoop State. And she just dropped like twenty eight against UConn. She was the top-ranked player coming out of North Carolina when she went out a couple years ago. She originally went to South Carolina, but now she's at State. So those two, that duo next year, they're going to be like that. And I can't wait to see Zemaria play at North Pitt in her final year. You know, you got um, Jordan Speller coming over, the freshman from Ilts over here in Greenville. That duo is about to be crazy. It's about to be running clocks every night over at North Pitt, man. It's going to be something to watch. <laughs> Definitely going to be a spectacle, man. Can't, cannot wait. Yes, sir. High school basketball is back too, by the way, man. But um, our second eyes on NC is got to shout out my boy Jaquan McMillan, former ECU Pirate from Winston Salem, North Carolina. Uh, he went undrafted just like Keaton did, but he's currently starting for the Denver Broncos, man. It's like the slot corner. He's doing his thing out there. He got his first interception on Patrick Mahomes a couple weeks ago when they beat him, and then um last night he created a key turnover against um Buffalo. Uh, with Josh Allen through his pick, man. So Jaquan Miller been doing his thing, and Sean Payton been saying a lot of good things about him. Saying he definitely a dog out there on the field, man. So shout out Jaquan Miller from Trayfo three three six Winston Salem, former ECU Pirate, bro. Another eyes on NC. So yeah, shout out to Marion and Jaquan Miller out here eyes on NC for this week. Greatest state of all time, man. I say it, I say it all the time. Yep, it's a fact, bro. Every sport we like that in every sport too. Literally. All right, man. Dog of the week. We kind of both, I think we agree on the dog of the week. We kind of discussed this right before the show. I think we both going with Mr. Tyrese Maxey of the Philadelphia 76ers. Just dropped that 50 ball. Been straight hooping this year, man. 28 points per game. Been looking great out there, especially without James Harden on the court. But he dropped that 50 ball, bro. So I think he got to be our dog of the week for this week. Yeah, I'm about to say him, and then I guess we can just add them to add these two in there. AJ and uh, <clears throat> AJ Brown and CD with uh, with the reception numbers they've been putting up, both breaking their records, man. Like it's crazy. Like it's just the angle. Like it's just the numbers they've been putting up. Like they just I don't know, bro. Eight eight ten receptions, one hundred twenty five. Uh, I so said CD been having ten plus receptions, one hundred and fifty yards. It's been, it's been crazy. Yeah, they both been balling for real every week. 
every week you know what you're going to get out of those two guys, man. They definitely like that. I hate Dallas, but CD, he, he, is, he is like that, not going to lie. And AJ, every week, just be a dog out there, bro. So, yeah, I like those as dogs a week also. Bet, bro. It's been a minute, bro. I know you've been listening to a lot of music. You got anything for MVP? Uh, so yeah, I yeah, we it's been a while, so you know I don't even remember what 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 I said last. <laughs> but yeah, I do I do got some things I can just put out there real quick. Can't go too too in depth, but you know next time you know I will you know because it will be a next time. But you know I have larger than life. Uh, Brent Fires he just dropped dropped an album. Uh, Trippy Red just dropped the EP called Saint Michael, and shout out to him on the birthday of his son. You know, shout out my boy Michael White. Uh, of course, if I ain't said it before, uh, for all the dogs, Drake man, another number one. You know, first person shooter, him and J Cole, and J-, J Cole first number one. You know, Time Mike for most number ones of all time. You know, beat it. You feel me? Uh, but yeah, I think uh, and Baby Tron, Megatron too. I think I think that might be it for me this week. But I can't. I'm like I said, can't really go too in deep. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been a while. But I think I think that's all I got for right now. Bet and it's crazy. J Cole, Drake about to go on tour together. Big as the what? Come on, man. Big as the what? It's crazy. Oh, that's that was crazy. Even though I, it was kind of like putting two and two together. Cause it's like when he was shooting, it was he was shooting a video on top of the the um, is it Scotty? What they call it? Scotty Bank? Whatever the Toronto Raptors arena is called. He was doing it. On, he said Scotia, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I don't know why I got Scott, but uh, he, he was shooting a video, and you know, in the Billy G video, the little like the lighting up squares, you know, they were doing in the video. He was doing that, mm-hmm. and the only song for for all the dogs where he mentioned Michael was first person shooter. So it's like they gotta be a video him and J. Cole was shooting. So what, what I'm waiting on is for the video to drop. Well, they already announced the tour. So all of now, all of now waiting on is for a video to drop to like, you know, officially like, you know, confirm everything. You know, they already done dropped the dates and everything, but I'm right, waiting for the video to drop now. Yeah, that's gonna be legendary, bro. Like these two guys on tour, yeah, that, that's crazy. Two favorite rappers out here. I I hate that they not coming to NC, but me and John was talking about before we started recording that we think it's a reason behind that, and we feel like Drake gonna be back at Dreamville Fest this year. Yeah, but I say because it ends in March, and that's for like a couple weeks before Dreamville, so I feel like it just got to culminate somewhere. Yeah, because I mean, J Cole from NC, Drake always come to NC to perform, so it's weird that they not coming to NC, which makes they got it's got to be a them duo at Dreamville Fest this year for sure. Or next year. Because the closest they're coming is Tennessee, it, which is weird. <laughs> Ten, like Nashville. Yeah, I was about to say, I was, say, I was just like, it was Tennessee, Florida, and probably like Pennsylvania was like, like the closest, closest. Like not even Atlanta or D.C., which is wild either. So, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, ain't going to lie. Having, not having Atlanta and D.C. as well. Say, so, yeah, I'm confident. I'm almost confident that Drake is going to be popping up at Dreamville again. Because, yeah, I just can't see J. Cole... Not bringing the show anywhere close to North Carolina, you know. So yeah, that's what I'm going with. And I was about to say the last the last show is literally March twenty. Uh, say March. Yeah, so it, it literally aligns perfectly with it. Man, 
Good music stuff once again, young master, man. Y'all go check out everything he suggested. You will not be disappointed, but shoot, bro, we made it to the end of the episode, though. And it feel good, man. Like my boy V said, this is not a fire drill. Nigga, this the real thing. Because we actually, this is actually an episode right now. Like, this is not a fire drill. It's not a drill, y'all. Not a drill. We back. We back. We back. You got any, any final thoughts? Hey, man. Survivor Series, WB next weekend. Survivor Series, War Games. Randall Keith Orton, if you we need you to pull up because we got smoke and it's getting out of hand. We ain't seen we ain't seen Randall Keith in about two years. So if he return at next weekend at Survivor Series in Chicago for war games, it's gonna be crazy. And also if Phil Brooks return to WWE also at Survivor Series next weekend, boy, the wrestling world is gonna be in a frenzy. Yeah, like it's, it's just man Survivor Series next week War Games Chicago man just tune in that's all I got to say that's all I got to say. that's my final thoughts bet and forgot to mention some baseball talk during the episode but shout out to the Texas Rangers for winning their first ever World Series and North Carolina native Corey Seager's on that team and also shout out to former Braves third base coach Ron Washington on getting the head coaching job with the Texas not Texas uh, Rangers, but um, my bad, um, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So he's definitely going to be missed in Atlanta. Fan favorite out here. But yo, shout out to the Rangers and then Ron Washington, man. But yeah, that's all I got for my final thoughts, too. But hey, man. Thanks once again, y'all, for listening to another episode of the 2412 Pod. Y'all already know what to do. Like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, hit us up on all our socials, screaming platforms, show us some love, man. We appreciate it. The love as usual. But till next time, this your boy Jalen signing out. It's your boy Keith Fun, aka Master Man. It always feels good to be back. And this is not a fire drill, it's the real thing. The 2412 podcast, we got this thing. Game. Deuces.